0: The adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. We are quickly rounding the corner to the time of year I like to call. How much of my kids' candy can I eat before they notice? Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) I like that game. (laughs) I was so surprised. Last year, they failed on their candy getting missions so they oh, were no. six and four last year right the six year old i would have thought would have been like gung-ho but really like we did like 10 houses although the, our street didn't get that many people so people were just forking over they got way more okay than 10 houses worth of candy okay you mentioned 10 houses i'm like what <laughs> yeah. but it, it was surprisingly yeah. low right i couldn't believe it's like are you guys, are you kids kidding me this is free yeah, they just keep doing this. They've got to keep handing it out. What do you mean <laughs> go back? Now, this year, though, like, we've gone to a couple events around the city, and they've been candy nuts. Like, it's like, okay, let's run here, and they've been sprinting across to the various places. So I think this is the year. This is going to be the year where it's a good okay. haul. All right. So how, how candy-driven are your kids? My kids will want to do multiple trips back to the
1: house to Excellent. dump the candy off and go back oh, out. Boys. They are like, this is the main quest. Yes. We are... <laughs> going to gain as many candy levels as we can before we eat the final boss, which is <laughs> all the candy.
0: If you think of there is not a single holiday that is more reward and effort driven, right? That's right. The more effort and planning the kids put in, the more they reap. You cannot do anything to get more presents at Christmas. Fine, That's you right. can act. Well, yeah. You cannot can not be like bad, yeah. but there's still a ceiling. All right. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to be extra good and I'm going to get three times as right. much presents but i can go to t- i can plot my roots and travel back six or seven times and like triple my candy stash right yeah absolutely i know my kids all
1: uh, they coordinate this thing they're like we want to go at this time we want to make these trips mom and dad can switch off if one of you's tired we can
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of you old people if one, one of tired. you are just
1: tripping us up <laughs> swap out it's teamwork here people right like they they are just gung-ho about this yeah. this is their favorite time
0: fresh parent fresh parent let's that's go right. let's go take out from the top rope dad's
1: coming in all right
0: that's sleepy get him a beer get him back out here let's go
1: uh that's the best part really for the dads it's like uh the beer and the trick-or-treating
0: it's great oh yeah just like sitting at the front door and handing it out and laughing yeah. at the kids that is Absolutely. really really now the good question though would be Jeff, what are you gonna what are you going as for Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have zero ideas, Trevor.
1: I am going as exhausted. I don't know. I <laughs> I failed on this mission.
0: I failed on this quest. To- yeah, so, so for the listeners to give some context, Jeff has ensnarled himself. Jeff has been hoisted by his own batard <laughs> on this because Jeff's costumes are fantastic year after year after year jeff delivers phenomenal costumes he he did one of the greatest weird owls i've ever seen i think i think you had a bob ross before it was cool to do a bob ross yep like just stunning year after year like the social post every year is a highlight so the problem with when you perform at that high (laughs) level for so many years is eventually you get tired yeah and everyone's expecting it of you
1: now Yeah, it catches up with you. I have hyped myself up too much. I have set the bar far too high for myself. What was I doing? I should have just jogged this, not sprinted this race. Like, what is this? I'm 40 now. I'm just done. That's it. I had no ideas this year. And the thing is that everybody looks forward to my... well, you do, as well as my work. And they all expect... Uh, me in the office with a new awesome costume that they can spend their day talking about and bringing other people in from other departments to come look at Jeff and like that's their day. Wow! And I have nothing. I have no- it's the night before recording this, October thirtieth. It's nine o'clock at night. Nothing. I have no- I have no idea. So if anyone out there has like you know some last last minute things that we can get to, of course this episode will already air. But I can have it. In the can next for next year, because I'm exhausted. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so tough. because like, the problem is, you could do. you have to be so clever. The problem, like, there's like a spectrum right of like effort to clever. Yeah, and if you go far enough on either way, you don't need the other ones. Because that's if you, right. If you put in enough effort, it doesn't have to be clever. It's like okay, I'm going to be Dracula. That's not creative. No, but yeah, if you're exactly. if you go crazy being Dracula, it doesn't have to be thoughtful right right on the other end if you don't if you can be like creative enough or funny enough it doesn't have to have that much effort involved right because the biggest one i pulled off was comfortable so it's like what what it's like what are you comfortable perfect like i went in a house coat (laughs) i went in pajamas and i got to say that line yes and everybody's like ah that's so funny i'm like yeah it is i'm in a house coat i am so like besides the punchline i was so comfortable yeah yeah all night i was warm (laughs) like <laughs> I could go anywhere I wanted. Absolutely. It was the greatest Halloween ever. Yeah, I I maybe that's my
1: bag this year, but it doesn't really work with I'm remote work now, so I'm comfy all the time. So if I just go in the regular, hey Jeff's in a hoodie again. What are you
0: going as? Uh, I bet Monday I, Jeff. I, so I was able to do this twice. At, twice the second time I just said late because I was in the same. I was kind of in a house coat, but I also just put on a shower cap. Yeah he's yeah. like what are you oh i'm late <laughs> that might do it because you're at a remote office so if you at least if you can find a shower cap it's yeah i have so that go, so jeff what are you supposed to be oh i'm late i'm late <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're like okay but like there's something else right like is this your first costume and you're gonna change into something else later
0: <laughs> no no it's not okay uh, oh the other thing okay you know this would be really hard to pull it's not hard to pull off you could almost like if you take the exact if this is where you work like as i'm staring at you yes, you could just yep. draw what's behind you so it looks like you blend in so oh. it's like you, you draw a little bit of like the bookshelf and you draw like a little bit of the side thing yeah just so it's like or you could go as a green tell you what goes a green screen yeah just put green all- and then you yourself just paint your face green
1: you're putting out a lot of green. It's again nine o'clock at night, no places open. Go get a green le- leotard there, Jeff. Paint, paint your face green. Green, green shirt. The kids have no green paint or like I don't... charcoal. Um, maybe. I mean, it's a good idea. I I like it. I'm trying, man. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's see. Let's you you'll find out tomorrow and you could be like, State Jeff, ink. really like you really dropped the ball. That could be the first comment on the post. Just <laughs> yeah. really I expected more. <laughs> yeah,
0: Jeff, where'd you go as for Halloween? Well, it turned out I went as fired. Uh, I was like <laughs> there's a lot riding on it, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's keep that Halloween theme going. And this was for a game suggestion from yourself and enjoying it on your new fancy steam deck yeah one one that i had seen enough but like your recommendation for it is certainly put it over the top for me so we're looking so you're suggesting for gaming dads vampire survivors yeah this is um like do you have five bucks trevor like five I can, bucks i can find five bucks i can five steal bucks? five bucks from my kid's piggy bank <laughs>
1: You trade in some of that candy for five bucks? Yeah, um, yeah this is all that this game costs. It's $5. It's on Steam, currently just for PC, and I've been playing on the Steam Deck. But it is one of those pixel twin stick shooter kind of things without the twin sticks shooting. So everything is kind of like...
0: <laughs> With the one of the sticks missing. <laughs> one of the sticks is gone,
1: um, which makes this game really accessible, just really easy to jump in. It's got that retro feel to it all the weapons and shooting is, like, basically taking care of you. You're just running around trying to, like, dance away from enemies that get progressively harder, and you pick up weapons that you want or don't want, and you gain levels, blah, blah, blah. You die a lot, but after you die, you can spend some gold to get permanent power-ups, right? So you're Mm -hmm. always, like, working towards, like, you're getting better and better. Like, little increments, but you're getting there. And honest God, it looks like nothing. You look up this game, Vampire Survivors, and you're like, what's the deal, Jeff? Why are you... (laughs) Why are you suggesting this kind of game? And I will tell you, just give it a shot, get in there, spend mm. 10, 15 minutes, and it's honestly one of the ones you'll be like, just one more round. Just mm. one more round. And then you, like, hours later. So.
0: <laughs> immediately regret it. That's right. Yeah. There's there's certainly just a charm about it. The, the thing that I would have expected, honestly, even with the janky look of it, and janky, I don't, I don't mean to be insulting of it, but it just clearly looks like a bunch of old 2D sprite assets. You know, it sort of feels like somebody's very first game that they've ever built. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not sure who it is behind it, if that's even remotely accurate. So I'm just, again, first impressions. And anybody who sees it, as soon as I say this, you'll see it. You'll agree with me, I promise. Um, so it's pretty easy to kind of like cast away. But it's, it's almost in that I'm not sure how to take it. I don't know if it's a it's incredibly pure. As in, this is a game dev who has some degree of experience and just want to put out a pure game. Yeah. This is a small game. It's a very focused game. It's a lot of fun. It's cheap. Enjoy it. Or if it's an accidental success where it's like this is John's first game that he's ever built <laughs> and it just happened to hit every note perfectly. Yeah. You know, cause th- those are the two available tracks because, there's, again, there's no microtransaction. There's no loot boxes. There's no subscription. There's no lore. It's just pure tiny fun. Yeah. And it, it's kind of hard to understand... <laughs> Like where it come from? I don't know if if a expose has been done on its creator or where it came about, but it is it is a fascinating ride. I've seen it mentioned a bunch on Twitter, and with your recommendation, yeah, I got I'll be picking this up after the show.
1: Yeah, again, I think it's just a game that knows what it is, right? So it's just it's not trying to do anything crazy. There's no story to this thing. It's just hop in, have some fun there, Trevor. Take a load off. Right here, you go. Just run around with these enemies coming at you. So. Uh, yeah, I encourage everyone. I think it is one developer. I haven't really looked into the back of, end of it, but it wasn't early access for a bit. And then it was $2, and it went up. They gave a big warning saying, hey, the price is going to double, and it went up to like four fifty. So, <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy there, that. please.
1: But again, yeah, no microtransactions. This thing is like something that my kids want to try because they're into those clicker heroes, and we've talked a little bit about them. Yeah. So this gets rid of the clicking. Which is like a baby step towards
0: the noise of the clicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> right? So it's uh this is yeah, no it's... clicking. I, I was curious if your kids had seen it and were interested in it. They are, yes.
1: Okay. They, very they cool. want to try it out. So it's uh and it's not crazy. There's no like again, if you look it up, it's all pixel. It reminds yeah. me very much of Castlevania without just it's top down kind of Castlevania esque okay, so, to me.
0: So here's so here's your here's your costume. Yeah. Based okay. on this. All right low resolution Ooh, okay so get so get so get bianca right uh, your dear wife to like paint on <laughs> squares on your face as if you're pixelated yeah and all, so everybody that every time it shows up on call you just look kind of like pixelated jeff
1: that would be good like and then just talk in buffering right like just talk like <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's the problem, the problem with their screen <laughs> see, and you you just win you see you get that immediate like kind of like i like it Funny part, right? Because like, oh, that's clever. Yeah, that's right. And I, as long as it doesn't look like Minecraft Steve or something, like, what are you doing?
0: You're trying to be Minecraft? Really? Yeah, Forty year old? Like, Come on. The only problem with your back... So if you want, if you had time, I don't think you do, would be as if you could have like painted like a poster board behind you to also like look pixelated. But I don't think you have that. Kind oh, of I
1: could. That's easy. We can just. I go MS Teams. I got a background. I can oh, pixelate. You can start, you can just, oh, yeah. Oh
0: my goodness, that's right. You can just put Perfect. the background behind. There we go. We We're figuring guys. this out. I love it. This is like a two way. That's all. Thanks, I love it. Vampire Survivors is a good game. Yeah. But it's also a Halloween savior because it right. came up with a solution for your, your it's Perfect. I'm going to put that in the Steam review. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> it, saved my, it saved my Halloween <laughs> and my job. Yeah. All right. Now, so let's uh, be inspired. I want everybody to kind of this relax themselves, lean yes. back, kind of like a. Uh, Edit as much ambient noise as you can, and we're going to kind of slowly bring in some soft, gentle, beautiful music. And we're going to, in real time, kind of watch Jess reaction as uh, this uh, music wafts in. <laughs>
1: Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it? It's. Wouldn't you want this in your ears, like directly,
0: like in life? Wouldn't you want like a really lousy version of this in your house, <laughs> <laughs> like at eight thirty at night? Yeah, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be a thing? Ba, 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 ba. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, let me just go ahead and uh, slowly silence this. Before Please it do. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, uh, so your kid came home with a surprise from school, Jeff. Absolutely, they did.
1: They came home with their musical instrument that they chose in class. That. Amongst all the instruments, Trevor, just think of all, the, like, an orchestra. And you're like, "What well, could be cool to play. You're like, I don't know, maybe a flute, or a clarinet, trumpet even, saxophone kind of sounds cool. My kid, my 12-year-old, French horn. French Who? <laughs> <laughs> just so... Who picks the French horn, Trevor? <laughs>
0: That's what, like, gets stuck with the French horn. Nope. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Who picks the French horn? Nobody.
1: I want to know (laughs) in class what it was, what was the instruction from the teacher? Like who wants, who wants to go first? And my kid just put up their hand they're like, ah, crap. No, they came home super excited saying, I got the French horn. I kind of want to add it to that. Nobody else wanted it. (laughs) You took it. But this thing is ginormous. It's huge. It's half the size of him. And the sound is just something. Like it mm-hmm. is not, you're not going to serenade. You know how music <laughs> soothes the savage beast? No, mm-hmm. this would <laughs> enrage them. This is not something that you bring in to a bear attack or something and try to put them to sleep. This is something that would not go down well.
0: Okay, so school band class, let's go through it. The classics: uh, Clarinet, tuba, boo, tuba. boo, boo, yep. boo, instant hero. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Trombone yep love it instant hero very funny everybody loves it teacher high five yeah uh trumpet like excellent everybody's like everybody's all about it veterans love it like, right french horn what are you gonna, what are you gonna do with the french horn.
1: i don't know come on man <laughs> Every other instrument always has two of them, right? Like usually, there's pairs. Is there mm. another one of a French horn? Or is it just one enough? Like it's just <laughs> that's enough of you. Put <laughs> put the twelve year old at the back with a French horn. We don't need them.
0: Yeah, no, keep going. Just outside. Close the door. Yeah, yeah that's that's perfect. I'm not sure if it's a Canada thing. So in Canada, we had to play recorders mm. in junior school. So you know, we had at least three to four years of playing these plastic, awful sounding high pitched flutes and I mean generally speaking like they're fairly easy you kind of get used to it and I remember going into band class I got the clarinet I was hand. I didn't choose an instrument I was just given a clarinet you were given the French horn yeah I wish <laughs> I wish Jeff I wish I could be so cool so I was handed this clarinet and the, th- the best part is like the teacher's like, well, now, you know, I'm not really sure if any, just relax everybody. You're not really going to be able to play much for the first couple of weeks so worry about it. And I'm like, do, 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 do. I started playing it in the jungle, I think. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, Because it's the exact same instrument. <laughs> it was so <laughs> close. So I had like such a leg up. So people are like barely getting notes on and I'm riffing on like doing yeah. clarinet solos. I'm like, oh man, I played this for like three or four years. Uh,
1: that's so, perfect. Again, little, little the recorder came in handy,
0: right? Was that? The recorder
1: came in handy. Like, that's what you were going okay. to scale up from there. But the French horn. French I don't horn. know, man. I don't know. It surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> and again, kids are supposed to be in bed before we record. We say that every time. You know, kids are in bed. Adult mm-hmm. beverages are poured. My kids were not in bed because you heard the French horn through the, <laughs> through the ceiling. Because <laughs> it just vibrates the entire house. Because of the <laughs> bass. <laughs> of <just laughs> and they're just like short notes because... My 12-year-old doesn't have the lung capacity to go <laughs> any further with it. So they're trying to play Rick Astley up there, which is hilarious. At least they're trying that to is... do something funny with it. But That's good. If I get a recording of it, I will put it on our Twitter.
0: Please. I don't know if any other gaming dads have experiences with recorders. Like, Obviously, it'd be great if Guitar Hero was a instrument that was in high school bands. Absolutely. I don't think it is. So I think our kid's going to be terribly unwieldy but hey if uh, any gaming dads have suggestions for jeff about how to handle this or their own stories on kids bringing home instruments reach out to us newdadgaming.com or at new gaming and speaking of such an interaction we actually had a really great message coming from a listener this week so d you fall before me and that's uh, a you letter u fall letter b number four and then me So Jeff was asking, digital licenses is the now. But that being said, is streaming the future killer of digital? Are we moving further and further away from game ownership? This is on the heels of Capcom says 91.5% of their sales are now digital. Just 8.5% is physical. Wow, That's wild. Right, so D responds to a "Hmm, tricky question. I think that with digital games, we already no longer own our titles, but only in some cases. I also believe that streaming isn't going to be a popular alternative to the way we game just yet. Not everyone has the bandwidth or resources to use it properly which is very true. Yeah, You'd put a response back, um, a little back and forth. As an old school gamer, my heart and the kid collector in me still says physical. However, my wallet and lack of space and the fact that even publishers and devs themselves are killing games even when owning the physical copies have made me gravitate towards digital. So thank you so much, D, for reaching out and the message on it. it really sets up the conversation too. It's been... I don't want to say you've been reluctant in coming to the digital side, but you did with purchase of your PC in probably eyeing it afresh with your new Steam Deck, mm-hmm. with Game Pass and everything else, PlayStation launching their digital version, which was hitting a bit more home for you. I don't know if you're still signed up. You can probably start with that. But like, how has you had started on a firmer stance against digital having to want to own your copies, especially kind of growing up in the age of gaming as we did. Uh, as PlayStation came about, as you have the Steam Deck and as your kids have been getting into PC gaming and something like Game Pass with its plethora have come about, are you still warming to it or are you reading stuff like this and it's kind of almost throwing you back and like, no, no, I'm going to refuse and purchase? Physically. Um, I'm.
1: Yeah, it is a very good question. And I think I'm more with d on this run like i think Mm. i've slowly moved towards digital in terms of just comfort so i have a drawer full of nintendo switch games because they're all physical discs right Mm -hmm. for me to switch out that disc i have to go over to the drawer get it pop it in whatever right like and it sounds like it's like oh that's just two feet and you can do it but on the playstation for me to choose digital and have those digital purchases always there Mm. it's just the the convenience of having it all in front of you. You don't have to switch discs. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. It's all done. Um, I will say that I kind of miss having Hmm. collector's editions of stuff where they have games in them because now they're even selling them without the games. They just sell them with the stuff, (laughs) right? Or you have the disc that just holds the thing to go to the internet to download the game. So I'm more towards digital now, I think. Hmm. Uh, I don't... There's also less opportunity to get a lot of the physical stuff, especially with indie games. A lot of the times they don't put out a physical disc because it's not in their kind of business plan. They, there's, it's not worth it for them. So the digital platform is growing and growing and growing. So do you bite in now or do you kind of try to resist but then end up buying it later digitally? So now are you buying it twice, right? You got the physical disc. But my computer that we're recording on this now has no disk slot whatever. And now the consoles are going that way, right? They're not going to have those disk mm-hmm. spaces anymore. So what do we do?
0: Yeah. I, I I worry about my own opinion on this where I'm not conspiratorial enough or I'm, I'm almost too trusting in a sense. You're super, super a- trusting. So you. trusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so kind and trusting, Jeff. No, it's just... I, I don't worry about games going away. I suppose that in many ways, I think about my gaming, <coughs> my, my previous gaming styles. So if you were, you were to tell old me, old kid me, hey, they could come in and take these games away from you. You'll never play them ever again. Mm-hmm. I think I would have held those games a lot closer to my heart and been like, oh no, my precious whatever game. When I, when I think about the titles I've been playing as an adult, especially as an adult with kids, I can't think of any particular title that would be taken from me that I would be just crestfallen about. You know, like, what what title would it exactly be that, like, oh, no, this person has taken it off of the digital store and I can't play it anymore? I, I don't think there's anything. There's not one t- title that's really, you know, persisted within that. And if anything, like, some of the titles that I think you could truly look back on as classics um, from our childhood have been have been saved with emulators and ROMs mm-hmm. right so anything that I do desire from a childhood that truly would be kind of like out of the way of possibly getting it it's a ROM anything of the current age feels very transitory and consumptive like okay I'm going to consume it this was wonderful like move on like if I could never find a game disc of Final Fantasy 10 again right I-, I greatly enjoyed Final Fantasy 10 Would I? Is it a great travesty in my gaming arc to never be able to touch it again because they Square Enix just never releases it? Ah, It's kind of... Am I off base here? Am I I thinking too like coyly about it? I don't want to just say that all of our... I I almost hate saying that the games now are more consumptive and that you like you consume them and you move on. But with the fire hose of content that's kind of coming, it's sort of hard to be so attached to, you know, individual experiences i think you're i think you're
1: a i think i would agree with you and especially now in the gaming space there's a lot more um gaming options being thrown at you all the time i think back in our day <laughs> yeah. back in my day Did it. <laughs> um the games weren't released as steadily as they were now right like now you have three huge competitors four if you include the pc space right and they're constantly throwing games at you every day every week and i think to, to complete them and move on, that's what we tend to try to do. I don't think I'm locked in my bedroom as a kid anymore playing Final Fantasy 2 II or 3 mm-hmm. um, for 8 hours a day for ever. right? Now I'm kind of like I'm playing Vampire Survivors because, you know, that feels good for get in, get out, and then switch on to something else. And there's just a lot of choice at me. So I would say that emulating, I hope we're in a time and space where... I can download Doom twenty sixteen hundred gigs and not flinch versus like Mario, which is like <laughs> six megabytes. <laughs> like, do you mean like
0: that might be a, a issue for okay. emulation? But so, so I'll pitch it one way though. For instance, the and I think it it, can, it sort of feels like it feeds itself to the same end. So Overwatch went through some it's really weird if anybody's like kind of been keeping up with the overwatch what's been going on there like it's a very bizarre transition where overwatch came out hey guys don't worry this is a forever title we're going to always update it they right. did a lot of updates it was vastly popular it's been around for many years like i think we were only in our first or second year of recording when we just, just babies so it's such young so so young and fresh <laughs> so like and the I I purchased I remember I purchased Overwatch I paid some forty dollars and I bought Overwatch, so that game Overwatch One has disappeared. It just doesn't exist anymore. Great. So this is not like a they're gonna, they, they're not having Overwatch Two and Overwatch One exist on the same time. So if you bought old, old Overwatch, fine, uh but this new one. So they they erased it from the map. A game that is massively popular, like millions of people playing it all the time and they say no 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 this is overwatch 2 now overwatch 2 is free to play and always will be and you know that's your previous purchase thank you so much but that's like out the window that thing doesn't exist anymore Mm. so you you do get into these somewhat weird spaces of it now that's not necessarily look like the the online shooter you played that wasn't counter strike from like 2002 maybe it's not online anymore because they can't support the servers like whatever So, the idea of like sunsetting a game certainly makes sense. But if anything, as bizarre and as poorly handled as that was, I think it sort of speaks to where this industry is going. Whereas the concept of you purchase this and you own it goes away in favor of Fortnite, Apex Legends, Mm -hmm. Overwatch, where it's you're participating in a platform and in fact it's free to do so. Right. Know, so it's either you can you can pay for a bit of an experience or it's free to play and then you can you're going to go through the microtransactions of it. And that's more to than like leading into these game stream services where it's all of these things kind of exists to some extent. They're going to like come and go somewhat periodically, but like eventually it will just like fade. So you're not paying for ownership, you're ex, you're paying for access and experience. Yeah, Which you know, I, I suppose the, the the real thing that does suck with that, and I think you might agree would be if, if when you buy if you didn't ha- have a lot of means or if you're going through a rough time and you just purchased a game, you could just own that one. Like I right. keep playing this game, I get to continually play it as opposed to being like, well, this is now a service you have to continually pay if you're gonna access any of these things. so that so I've kind of like conflated two parts. So the first part like you could like dive in more no. I mean, The first one was it it seems like overwatch being a bellwether for kind of where they're heading where you're going to be paying for experience and then the second was like the the downside certainly being about uh you know it you have to continually pay to experience something as opposed to like a one time so i don't know which of those veins you like want to get into well the overwatch example is funny because i think
1: destiny had the same thing didn't when they came out Mm. i'm pretty sure it was like a five-year plan or something and they're like, no, 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 we won't have a sequel. And then they came out with a sequel yeah. and everyone was pissed <laughs> <costs> off, <laughs> right? So, and I could see the same thing with Halo Infinite. I think mm. they have something there, but they're going to release a sequel because uh, does code, like, does it not improve with time and game engines and all this stuff? Like, you want the, the latest and greatest. So, I think you do have to upgrade. To say you have a 5, 10-year-old, like, business plan for this game, that's mm. that's a lot. Like, my kids will be in college, like... I'm not playing that game on that kind of system for, you know, that long. So I, I think the Overwatch thing is a good example of just how, you know, those those things can be put onto a service. And, and like you said, more of a platform, like you're buying into this platform and you exist there until they take it off and you kind of, you have to move on. I think you're motivated to move on, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no way you can get to the old. I will just, one quick point. And when the PlayStation launched their new tiers and you could stream other stuff from the old PlayStation 3 Mm -hmm. store, or at least they're trying, people were asking if I bought that, that license back then, do I not get access to it? Like, why would I, why would I pay for your tier to get access to something I own? And you're literally putting the same thing. You're not remastering it. You're not remixing or, or whatever. It's that digital license that sits there. And I don't remember what they did, but there was a lot of flack for that right because it's like i was like yeah i own that license but they could just say well you owned it on ps3 and now there's ps5 so get bent i don't know but yeah you kind of put yourself at
0: risk for a little bit of that although you know what is I think it it's I, I think i hate to say this but i think in some ways it's kind of overwrought some of this hand wringing around it mm-hmm. where because for instance uh vampire survivors very low, like I'm like low, but I assume it was built on a low budget. I assume <laughs> By, as well. <laughs> very small team. You yeah. could pay five bucks and you get those files, and you just get those forever. Yeah, and it's fine, right? So like, as much as game streaming, big, huge, AAA titles, certainly, it kind of feels like that. in the industry is pushing in that direction. It makes a lot of sense, but I don't know that it has to be that way necessarily. Like the the idea that you know, it is more is never been easier to build a game. it is right now with the tools and the assets and the marketplaces and everything else like that you and i could create a gaming dad simulator but the whole point of the game is to try to like quickly get five minutes after you've done all your chores and that's perfect you watch your like happiness (laughs) like like go through but we could put it together we could release it we could sell it ourselves online let people download the physical files like five bucks so as much as it The largest, greatest companies will go there. But if people just tend to, if it gets too onerous or too awful, like they will start to see like it ebb. So as soon as it becomes Mm -hmm. unserving of its demographic, I think it's going to bend in the way of consumers because ultimately there is options, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And hopefully we get more options as
1: (laughs) gaming dads because we need all the options we can get.
0: I'm that's you, my phone i have my entire game, xbox library it's so very good that's your right. steam deck you just like walk around wherever you please it's wonderful yeah yeah and, and cross never, play
1: options right like a lot of that stuff is just cross play you just
0: get to drop it's, wherever it's there's dangerous waters but it really does feel like we're heading good territory and hey everybody go buy vampire survivors there you Come go. On. <laughs> Support support the third wave. <laughs> all right, everybody, that will do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you like the show, you can find us on all the major podcasting networks. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Caster, Google Play, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just go there, search for New Dad Gaming. We'd really appreciate a subscribe. Uh, that really does help the show and even more so. if You could spend a bit of time and leave a, a rating and a comment we would really be thankful for. That really helps boost the signal to get out to as many gaming dads as possible. If you want to reach out to the show with a show idea with a note, do you have a game suggestion for us to review? Do you have advice for Jeff and how to coach his son and to become <laughs> the best French horn player he possibly can be, or your own band-related horror stories? We love to hear this stuff. As we big th- shout out to D once again for an awesome comment on Twitter. It's so much fun to engage. One of the funnest parts. Find us on our website newdadgaming.com or on Twitter at newdadgaming. Once again, everybody, this has been New Dad Gaming. Thanks so much for listening, and until next week my name is trevor and i have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and i'm jeff i have a 12-year-old a
1: nine-year-old and i might go as a french horn player for my costume oh that? What would about be that? Good, right? <laughs>
0: it's part of a band so it would be geez i wonder if you could say something like uh what are you going for i'm, I'm wealthy what it's like pardon me i need a break oh french horn player <laughs> <laughs> If you can work that in a costume, be pretty tight I'll I'll see what I can do in three hours before I hit now the bed you have to take your son out of school for the day oh that's fine (laughs) yeah right that's fine (laughs) (laughs) oh he's ready for that yeah
1: support dad support old dad here listen I need to impress dad's work (laughs) otherwise I'm not going to get a (laughs) promotion please
0: (laughs) Uh, all right I remember just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over